Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week five, day two of our study of Esther. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Esther 5, 3 through 5. Well, welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God. Speak to us. We want to know you more through your word today, not just more about you. So fill us today with your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I've been reading today from the NIV. This is Esther 5, starting in verse 3. Then the king asked, What is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? Even up to half the kingdom, it will be given to you. So Esther was afraid that the king was not going to want to see her and that she might actually die, right? So she has them pray and fast and perhaps maybe the Lord hears this this prayer and fasting. Maybe this is the way it was going to be no matter what. We don't know, but I'm glad she prayed and fasted. When we have these kinds of things, I think it's actually worth praying and fasting. When there are big national things going on, I've already talked about maybe we should adopt wearing sackcloth and ashes so that we can be physically reminded through itchy clothes about the, the, the injustices going on in our world. Maybe we should think about fasting and praying when there's these big things coming up, like an election or, or Supreme Court decisions, things like that. Maybe it's not a bad idea. But she goes before the king and he's not only happy to see her, he's like, oh my gosh, Queen Esther, I am so happy to see you. What, what is it that you want? Why did you come to me? Up to half the kingdom is yours. I'll give it to you. Like he is in such a good mood. This is a ridiculous, I mean, he's like, he's, he's like fallen in love with her all over again or something. He's like, hey, here's my wallet. Just take it. Just take it. It's yours. What do you want? What do you want, Esther? I'm so happy to see you. What a ridiculous thing. I mean, this guy has got some mood swings, it would seem, right? I mean, one person may come to him in a bad moment on a bad day with some bad news and it's like off with his head. And the next moment, Queen Esther shows up and he's like, I'm so happy. I mean, he hadn't called her for 30 days. He's like, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to see you. Up to half the kingdom, it's yours. Like, this is a... This is crazy. I don't know if this is... He's he's being hyperbolic. He's doesn't intend to give her half the kingdom. She's not going to ask for it. I don't know, again, if this is hyperbolic, if he's just saying this and if she's like, well, since you mentioned it, I'll take half the kingdom. I mean, that might've resulted in, okay, I was just kidding off with her head. You know, I, I don't know what exactly this means and what's going on here, but he says it, right? He's, he's in a very good mood, whether it's hyperbolic or not. He says it and he's in a really, really good mood to see her. Verse four. If it pleases the king, replied Esther, let the king together with Haman come today to a banquet I have prepared for him. All right. So Esther has got a plan and we're going to see very quickly what the plan is. I don't really understand. I've, I've, I've looked over this so many times. The, the two banquet thing, I don't know what is going on here other than maybe she did the first one and she's thinking that on the first day she's going to make the request and maybe she chickened out. Maybe she chickened out on the first banquet. 
Maybe this was her plan all along, that she wanted to really butter them up, really get them drunk. Maybe she's thinking, okay, the whole thing with Vashti, that was kind of nuts, and that was because he had been drinking for seven days. Maybe I should get them drinking two days in a row, or maybe more. I don't really understand what her plan was. Maybe there wasn't a plan. Maybe it really was day one she was going to ask, and she chickened out, and it was day two that she finally got the courage to say something to the king. I, I really don't know. I've, I've looked over this so many times. I've looked through other people's opinions and I, I just, I can't come to a conclusion on this. But the way it works out is most definitely a setup from the Lord. If this was, I don't know if there's some prophetic stuff going on, right? There might've been. We've got prophets living in the land. Maybe she sought out one of the prophets, maybe the Lord's speaking to her. Maybe she is just falling into this and the Lord is setting all of this up. Maybe her plan was to ask on this first day and it's the Lord that pushes her to chicken out because we're going to see what follows at the beginning of chapter six. What follows this is going to be more than just serendipitous. It's going to be more than just coincidence. The Lord is orchestrating all of this and she just had one day of banquet. It might not have gone the way that it went. But because she did two, because there were two banquets, this is all going to be timed perfectly. I personally like to think that she didn't have this planned, that she didn't have this plan, that she was going to ask for what she wanted on the first banquet. And that when it came time, when, when they, she gives the banquet and they've ate and drank and all of this is going to go their way, you know, they're all in good spirits, that she actually chickens out. And then later, and again, if you've read this, you know, if you're on the path to read this 10 times in 10 weeks, you know where this is going. I'm not spoiling anything for you. Hope I'm not spoiling this for you. Please read 10 times in 10 weeks. It really will transform how you see this book and how you see any book of the Bible. I like to think that she didn't plan it and that she chickens out. And then in hindsight, months or years later, she's looking back at this and thinking, I chickened out. I didn't go through with that on the first day, but if I had all of these other things, they, they wouldn't have fallen together. Holy cow, Lord, you're so cool. You do things in such amazing ways. All of this stuff is being orchestrated by God, regardless of whether or not she planned it for two days or she chickened out. The Lord is going to use this in just amazingly powerful ways. Continuing on verse five. Bring Haman at once, the king said, so that we may do what Esther asks. So the king and Haman went to the banquet Esther had prepared. So she comes and she's like, I've already got the, the banquet prepared. You know, maybe get yourselves ready and come over in a hurry. And so they go get Haman. And Haman's going to like this, right? Haman doesn't see what's coming. He has no idea. He doesn't know who Esther is. He doesn't know that she's a Jew. I don't know that the king knows that she's a Jew yet. And so he comes and and you know, the queen and the king are like, hey, Haman, we want you to come to a banquet. And it's a, a banquet that is prepared just for Haman and the king, right? So this is going to really butter Haman up. He's, this is going to play into his ego. And he has got a monster ego. Haman has a huge ego at this point because he has had the king's signet ring for, I'm going to say, at least a few weeks at this point maybe even a couple of months. I don't know how much time has passed between when the edict was given and when this is happening exactly. I don't think it's very long. 
but but Haman's ego was already huge and he's just received the signet ring. And so he, he is riding as high as he possibly can right now. Now he gets invited to this banquet. And we're going to see here in this passage this week that he's really going to be excited about this. Really going to be excited about it. this is playing into this monster ego. I think Esther kind of knows that. I think she kind of knows that. But again, as we read through this, I, I just, I ponder whether or not she planned this whether or not she chickened out. Either way, I mean, she has the resources as queen. She could like say, put a banquet together, like on the spot, make it really nice and do it today. We're going to see that that Esther, Haman, they, they've all got some major resources. What Haman's going to do, uh, he's going to build this monster structure in a day. So he's got some big resources behind him as well. So they definitely are living the lifestyle of the rich and famous. <laughs> For the 10-Week Bible Study, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. And I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast. And my heart is for people to fall in love with God's word. Thank you.